Hello, Maverick listeners. This is David Jones, Vice President for Student Affairs and Enrollment Management at Minnesota State University Mankato. Welcome to our final episode of this summer's of 2021's Family and Parent Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to all our various uh, podcasts we've had this year. It's continued to be uh, an unusual summer, if you will, as we continue to make progress both up and down with the pandemic and as we prepare to get ready for the fall semester and what appears to be a, a much more uh, normal return to sort of what we normally do here right here at the university. I want to share with you one kind of one final message and give everybody a little bit of homework. But before I get into that, I want to share a snapshot of kind of where we stand. I'm recording this on the 5th of August, 2021. We are merely, we're within two weeks of some of our first students actually moving in to campus. And as we have throughout all of our podcasts, I want to provide a snapshot of what we know and where we stand with the COVID and the pandemic at this point. If you're catching the, the national news and even across Minnesota here, we know that the Delta variant has continued to grow in its ability to spread across the, the country in our different communities and such. Minnesota's no different on that end. And just last week, the CDC, as well as the Minnesota Department of Health, or MDH, and then our own Minnesota states did respond to the growing cases of COVID positivity with the Delta variant. And based on the rate of cases within our county across the state of Minnesota, determines whether there is a mask mandate on our campus. We currently are in a moderate level, so a yellow level if you look at the state of Minnesota's website or uh, CDC's website that's tracking this, which indicates at this point in time, those who have not had the vaccine and are indoors on our campus are are asked to wear a mask. If you've had the vaccine and you don't need to wear masking anywhere, uh, of course, you can always choose to do that if you wish, but it's not required at this point in time. We also conducted a survey of all of our students who registered for classes for this next year, and that's roughly just under 12,000 at the point we did the survey. We had a greater than 20% response rate, which is phenomenal for, for that kind of survey. And we asked a very simple question. Have you had the vaccine? Are you planning on having it before you arrive for classes? Or choosing that you will not have the vaccine or prefer not to answer? I'm glad to report that 81% of our students indicated that they've had the vaccine or plan on having it before they arrive in the fall. So that's greater than four of every five of our students. So if you're still at a point where you're considering whether um, some of your peers, uh, some of the student peers are, are getting the vaccine, please know, you can quote that data, that we do know students are, are choosing to get that in, in high numbers. If you can't seem to find an opportunity to find that across the many different free sites here uh, across Minnesota, we do have several vaccine clinics planned right at the start of the semester, as well as we have testing available every day through our Student Health Center. Um, those options are available, and if you go to our university website, you will find more information regarding everything in the latest about COVID. <clears throat> so shifting back to the start of the fall semester, I want to share with you really our, our final message and related to some planning. And, and I did mention homework earlier, so there's a little bit of homework I want to give all the families and students that might be listening to this. We've worked very carefully with students and families over the years and to, to put together a very simple recipe that we call Prime. It's represented by three numbers, a five, a three, and a one. Each one of those numbers is distinct in that it represents a decision that each student needs to make as they start each semester during their time here at Minnesota State Mankato. We feel like it's a perfect navigation tool to help you be successful and to stay on your path to graduation in four years. So the first number of the 531 is five. It, is, it represents the number of classes you should be taking each semester 
or if each class is three credits, approximately 15 credits each semester. You see, if you take the total number of credits needed to graduate from our university, which is 120 credits, you divide that over eight semesters, or which equals four years, you will see you need to earn exactly 15 credits each semester to stay on that track. To help you with that and to be financially responsible, we've also made a decision to group our credits, band our tuition, if you will, in such a way that we have the opportunity to help you take full advantage of the number of credits you can take each semester. You see, if you take whether it's 12 credits through 18 credits, it's all the same price. So if you are finding yourself in a semester and you're only taking 12 credits, instead of 15 or 16 or 17, you're truly leaving money on the table. Uh, of course, you need to work with your advisor. Many of your students that might be listening to this or families of the students know that your student's transferring in some credits. So you'll want to work with your advisor and figure out what the right balance is for you. But know at the end of the day that 120 credit hour maximum need to graduate continues to exist, and the best way to achieve that is by earning 15 credits each semester. If for any reason you find yourself slipping behind in a semester, don't forget there's opportunities throughout each of the summers in the next couple of years to get caught up or even get ahead. So those are things that you really need to keep high of mind as you do your own academic planning. The three in 531 represents the high expectations our faculty will have of you as students. You see, for every hour you, were in you are in class, they're going to expect you to spend up to three hours outside of class preparing for that class, whether it's writing, doing a laboratory work, group work, reading. Uh, of course, it depends on what the course might be. But the, the main message here is that when you show up for class, professors are going to expect that you've done the work to be able to fully participate in that class to be successful during your time here. So that's what the three. And lastly, the one. The one represents you and, and what you want to get the most out of your own education. To that end, we encourage everyone here to select one extracurricular activity, such as a club, an interest group, an intramural sport, a, a varsity sport, a band, whatever it might be. Get involved, meet some people, have an opportunity to practice some peer leadership, some peer cooperation, because you see at some point you're going to be sitting down from across from somebody who has a job that you really want, or maybe it's via Zoom or, or some other virtual means, you'll have an opportunity to answer the question that the person's going to ask and say, why should we hire you? And you'll be able to turn and say, well, I have this degree from Minnesota State. And that's going to be a great answer, but it's not going to likely be enough. You need to be able to then share, not only do I have this degree from Minnesota State, let me share with you what I learned and practiced during my experience. I was the leader of this group that achieved this, I was a key member of this organization that achieved this. Really want you to get involved and learn more about the campus and what you can do to contribute to you, help it be successful. So that's our simple recipe, five, three, one. As you begin each semester, we'll be reminding you of this recipe and, and the decision points you need to make each time to help you be successful during your time each semester, persisting to the next semester, and then ultimately graduating and finding the career that you're exactly looking for. I mentioned before that we want to make sure I'm just going to give you a little bit of homework. And to that end, I want to share with you kind of a, a very simple story that helps, I think, illustrates the need that we need to have to work together and everything. You see, I attended a state university much like this one. And I remember this story like it was yesterday. I was a, a sophomore, a 19-year-old male, sleeping in my residence hall room, much like the residence halls we have here. It was about 8 a.m. on a Thursday morning, and my phone rang. Ring, ring. I reached over, 
hold it up to my ear. It was one of those old school ones with the cord and everything. And <clears throat> before I said anything, I could hear very loudly on the other end of the phone, good morning, how are you? It, it was my father. I recognized his voice right away. I shook my head and I still didn't say anything. And even louder, he said, good morning, how are you? At that point, I cleared my throat, shook my head yet again. And then with all the gusto I could in my 19 years of age, I said very sternly to my father, dad, this is really important. I want you to get a piece of paper and get a pen. I was met with silence just like that on the other end of the phone. Then I said, now that you have those, I want you to write this down. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do not have class until 10 a.m. <laughs> you see, at that point in time, you know, you can see the silliness in my own response and, and probably the frustration my father might have had. So at that point in time, my dad had really three options of how to respond to his young man, his son at that point. One, he could have just laughed at me like some of you might have as well. He could have done a second thing, which was read me the right act to remind me who was paying for what. Likely would have been fair as well. But he did a third thing. And that was understand, say, hey, I just want to connect with you. You see, my father and I had an understanding, and some of you parents on the listening to this podcast may have had a, something similar, in that every Sunday evening, I would call home to find out what was going on in the home front and share how my week went. This was pre-cell phone, so it's, it's clearly much easier to communicate now. And I hadn't done that in two weeks. He was just worried and, and wanted to make sure I was doing okay and everything. It really spurred on a conversation, and it is the homework piece that I want you to consider. As you're sitting on the back porch someday, or you're doing a long drive together as a family, have the conversation. Parents, share with your student, what are your communication expectations? How often do you hear from them? Is it a text every hour? Is it a call once a day? Is it a call once a week? Is it whenever they just need money? <laughs> Students, you also need to ask your parents the same. What's an appropriate um, way for you to communicate. When you call home and you share a problem that, that you might be experiencing, uh, flat tires happen all the time. Are you calling for advice? Are you calling for help? Are you calling just a vent? I'm a parent. I've got a first-year student heading off to university this fall as well. And when I get those calls, I want to know, am I, am I being asked to help solve this? Or are you just venting to me? So I encourage you, sit down, have that conversation, because that way, when things do go awry, and they will, because life's kind of full of curveballs, you will know and be better handled, be better prepared to handle that situation. There's a third element to all of this communication, and that is us, the university. We want to be an active partner. As I've shared earlier, and, and the sponsor of this, this podcast is the Office of New Student and Family Programs. You can hear in the title, it includes everybody who's listening to this podcast, our students, when you're here at the university, if you're ever stuck on where to ask a question, start there because they'll know where to be able to find the answer for you. And family members and parents at any point during your student's time here at the university, please reach out to that office because if they don't know the answer, they likely know where to find the answer and we'll get you pointing in the right direction. We want to be that third partner to really make sure that we're all successful. Again, when you hit the speed bump or whatever it might be in life to help you, our students here continue to be successful. With that, I wish you all well. Keep checking our university website for all the latest information that we know about COVID and, and the preparations and plans for the fall semester. We look forward to start seeing all of the bright faces and I'm gonna make sure I am out and about and walking and walking everybody during move-in. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you have a chance, uh, please introduce yourself and uh, best of luck as you pack and get ready to travel here. Good luck and go Mavs. Thanks. Oh.